The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7, episode 1443. Let's continue our deep dive into Solo Star Wars Stories official guide and talk about that scoundrel among scoundrels, Lando Calrissian, and a few other things as well. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, this is Mike and Joe from the Cantina Cast. And you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. So we are into our, oh gosh, would this be day five? I guess this would be day five, if I can do the math right. <laughs> it's been a long week outside of the whole podcast realm. But anyway, I think this is day five of our deep dive out of six into the Solo a Star Wars Story official guide from DK Publishing. And thanks again, DK, for sending me a copy to check out. It's been a lot of fun, continues to be a lot of fun. And I got to say, Pablo Hidalgo has managed to channel a little bit of Lando's energy in the spread about Lando Calrissian. There is definitely a much more fun vibe. Not that, you know, Pablo was writing boring stuff or anything like that, but just there's a little bit more attitude and a little bit more swagger in the presentation of the content on those two particular pages. So, you know, that's always good fun. And what I think is particularly remarkable is that now it is official that we have integrated all three of the L. Neil Smith novels into Star Wars canon in some fashion or another again. So if you're not familiar with those books, back in the early 80s, they came out with three different Lando Calrissian books, and they were written by a guy named L. Neil Smith. So it was sort of the Lando trilogy answer to the Brian Daly Han Solo trilogy. And there were three books. It was Lando Calrissian and the Mind Harp of Sharu, Lando Calrissian and the Flame Wind of Oceon, and Lando Calrissian and the Star Cave of Thon Baca. Wow. All of those names are quite a mouthful. And in the movie, as we are, you know, in that final scene where Han and Chewie find Lando and gamble for the Falcon and win this time, when we are approaching that whole scene and you hear the voiceover from Lando, he mentions the Starcave Nebula. And so there's your first nod to one of the three Lando novels. And the other two novels get name-checked inside the Solo A Star Wars Story official guide. So it turns out that the cape that Lando is wearing is from a bespoke uh, it's a bespoke creation from Taylor in the Oceon Belt, and so there you get the Flame Wind of Oceon reference. And then the Mind Harp of Sharu comes in as there's some additional information about the Calrissine Chronicles. Those are, of course, the self-narrated memoir slash novel slash 
who knows exactly where the line between truth and fiction is on this one, but that Lando is dictating while he's sitting in the cockpit on Kessel waiting for everybody else to finish their job. Anyway, we find out in the official guide that he has already recounted and exaggerated a tale involving a caper for the mind harp of showers. So that's good fun. And there's also a great line in here too, where he says, Calrissian estimates that he's got at least a trilogy in him, but he'll see how the first one sells. So yeah, I'm very excited because, you know, when I was a kid and I was reading the Han Solo novels and I got through the Han Solo novels and it was like between that and Splinter of the Mind's Eye, that was it for additional Star Wars material aside from the novelizations, of course. And so, you know, then the Lando novels came out. I was like, yes, they keep going with these things. And to have some reference to them coming back into the official story of Star Wars, well, it's it's really thrilling, I think. We also find out that Lando considers capes his signature piece, his signature fashion style, and he thinks of it as the final wrapping on a prize to the galaxy himself. So <laughs> another great little line from Pablo Hidalgo. And there's also a note in his profile about how his skills as a schemer and a storyteller allow him to get out of sticky situations without having to resort to physical exertion very often. So he never has to think about that practicality when he's dressing for any particular occasion. So he can just be as stylish as he wants to be and never worry about the fact that, oh, well, you know, maybe these tight pants won't let me run away very fast or anything like that. That's just not his style, literally and figuratively. And we find out that his acquisition of the Millennium Falcon happens two years before the events of his encounter with Han Solo and Tobias Beckett and Kira in Solo, A Star Wars Story. So that means he's had it since the year 12 BBY, if we will, 12 years before the Battle of Yavin, and loses it in roughly 10 BBY, 10 years before the Battle of Yavin. And there's one other bit from this Place Your Bets section of the book that I wanted to share with you, which is um, Ralik Healy. Ralik Healy is the character that's played by Clint Howard, Ron Howard's brother in Solo, A Star Wars Story. And if the name Ralik Healy sounds familiar to you, or at least puts an echo in your head, well, that would be because the Rancor Keeper in Return of the Jedi is named Malik Healy. And so there is no suggestion that the two are related, at least not yet, but it's almost too close for comfort. So I think it's time for the conspiracy theories to begin about Ralikili and Malikili and whether they are in fact related. And that's going to do it for our deep dive today on the Solo A Star Wars Story official guide. I'm going to do last Jedi trivia with you after the break. Stay tuned. Hey Rebel Rouser. No sponsor on this episode today, so I just have a favor to ask instead. If you haven't done so already, please consider leaving a review for Star Wars 7x7 on your favorite podcast app. Not just a star rating, although I will say we are personally very proud of our near-unanimous five-star rating on iTunes. No, I just mean a thoughtful sentence or two about what you like about the podcast, or how happy you are that it's part of your daily routine. And more reviews means better visibility, which means more people get to share in a daily dose of Star Wars joy, and you want that, don't you? Of course you do. So please leave a review on your favorite podcast app today. I thank you, and the Star Wars 7x7 podcast thanks you. Welcome back. 
So last time I mentioned the fact that something happens to General Hux that's very similar to something that happens in The Empire Strikes Back, and I asked you what it was, and that's he gets a call from the boss just the moment after he has lost the quarry that he's been after, and that happened, of course, to Captain Nita in The Empire Strikes Back. Today's question for you, where does General Hux want to take the call from Supreme Leader Snoke? And that will do it for the podcast today. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you get separated from your master in a lightsaber duel, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And we'll be able to do even more with the show for you with your support at Patreon.com slash SW7x7. It's not Darth Maul sliced in half, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.